The Santa Barbara Airport has implemented a program to help those with invisible disabilities navigate the stressful environment. To tell us more about the Worldwide Sunflower Program, I spoke with Angie Doss. So hi, Angie Doss. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Can you briefly introduce yourself and your role at the Santa Barbara Airport? Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for um, talking with me today about um, the airport and what we have going on. I really appreciate it. So like I said, my name is Angie Doss and I my title at the airport is a marketing supervisor. Really what that means is I oversee all of our marketing and community engagement and customer experience. Um, and a variety of other programs, very like public facing education programs, art programs, that kind of thing. So I run a small team at the airport and we all work very collaboratively to just make um, easy uh, time for our passengers to travel through SBA. Can you explain the Sunflower program and what inspired SBA to participate in it? Yeah, definitely. So the Sunflower Program is actually an international program that got started in the UK a handful of years ago um, by a group of people that were just very passionate and compassionate about the idea of people with more hidden disabilities traveling through public spaces and noticing the importance of their need for maybe just a little bit of additional help or time when they're traveling through public spaces and to somehow self-identify and show that they will they might have a hidden disability because we most often think of people with disabilities as having a wheelchair or a walker or something like that and that is under 10% of the population with people with disabilities actually having this outwardly physical aspect. Um, and so this group of people in the UK started coming together and they created a symbol um, of, you know, it's most often used as like peace and welcoming in a variety of different cultures and countries around the world. And they utilized the imagery of a sunflower um, for people to put onto their bodies in some way with a pin or in our case, um, a lanyard. And um, so it's a green background with a sunflower on it. And that self-identifies that person as someone with a disability. It doesn't say what type of disability. Sometimes it is physical disabilities that you might be able to see. Um, but regardless, they're identifying themselves as someone that might need a little extra help in time when traveling through a public space. And so essentially what that means is that the airport um, has information on our website about the program and would um, will supply free lanyards and pins to any passenger that would like to participate in the program and that we have come together as an airport community that serves our passengers to do the training that the larger organization Hidden Disabilities that created the Sunflower program has put together for us to better understand how to help somebody out that is wearing the sunflower. So that's essentially what the program is and a little bit about how it got started. Could you talk a little bit more about what an invisible disability is and in what ways it can make navigating any public space, but specifically an airport more difficult? Yeah, of course. So I think, um, 
there are so many, but I think a couple to make mention of that people might connect with them with the most and kind of might, you know, bring some attention to the program is sometimes it's something like autism. So there's a wide spectrum um, of autism diagnoses. Um, and oftentimes people with autism don't have any physical outward physical, um, you know, representation of their disability. So that's one. Another one is anxiety. And so there are people with a variety of levels of anxiety. And so both of those um, have different, you know, attributes to that disability that make it difficult for those people with um, that hidden disability uh, to travel. Also, sometimes, um, and what the Hidden Disabilities Organization with the Sunflower Program also likes to emphasize is People with any type of disability are welcome to partake in this program. And so it does Santa Barbara Airport. It supports that effort. But also sometimes we have temporary disabilities. So like someone might break their leg or something like that, and they might be having to utilize some type of equipment to get around. And they're not used to that at all, or they're new to their disability, whatever it may be. It's really just anyone that would like a little bit of extra time or a little bit of help due to some type of disability that they might have. What are some of the specific accommodations SBA is providing passengers within the Sunflower program? Can you give an example of that? Sure. I would actually say that it's there's not like physical accommodations that you might think of, right? So there in America we have an ADA program in which certain public buildings or buildings that serve people really now, even private corporations and whatnot, they have to be ADA accessible, right? And most people within that sphere that are serving and or are have a disability themselves would say this is just the bare minimum. And so for us as an airport and the in airport industry in general, we're really trying to move past that minimum expectation and provide more opportunity, maybe it be like physical accommodations or like programmatic accommodations in training and customer service. So this program, the Sunflower program is more on that kind of, I would say like soft touch side of things having better customer service through this program where passengers can identify that they just need somebody to come to them and ask them if they need some help or if they need or to just be patient and know that they might need a little extra time in responding to a question or going through a checkpoint or getting to you when you're you know coming to them as you've mentioned, helping people with these invisible disabilities requires a high level of understanding. Will you go into more detail about how the airport staff at SBA have been trained to better understand and accommodate these disabilities? Yeah, of course. So it's pretty awesome being now a member of the Hidden Disabilities family. SBA is actually provided um, a good amount of material um, that the professionals within the hidden disabilities team has created. And so we have training videos that our, all of our staff are watching. And it's actually a little bit simpler than you might think, because like I mentioned, it's not about physically helping somebody or giving health care. It is really more about just slowing down, 
recognizing that this person might need a little bit more help and a little bit more time and just having awareness and being more conscientious about the diversity of our passenger base and understanding that you aren't always going to see when somebody needs additional help. Sometimes um, it is something that's hidden within somebody. It's just really about slowing down, recognizing that someone is self volunteering to identify themselves as needing additional help, approaching them with grace and calmness and asking what they need. How is the program going so far? Do you have any examples of an airport staff member that you've seen really slow down and take care of a customer yet? And if not, what are your hopes? What do you want to see in the future? Yeah, so um, I... That's such a fantastic question. I'm so happy to answer it because we're seeing tremendous like positive response from this. So not only media outlets like yourself picking it up and loving the story because it's really important for the community, but we have had over 150 passengers reach out to us to ask for a lanyard and ask for the the self-identifier. So that's amazing. You know, 150 people already. And we just launched on May 1st. So we're just a couple weeks into this program. Um, And we've had a majority of our staff have been trained too. So the goal is to have 100% compliance by the end of this month. Um, Right now, just in our world of training, we have annual trainings that are required for all of the all of the staff that work in the terminal. And so this will become part of their required training. But one thing that's really cool is we're kind of just having when we when you request the lanyard um, from the airport, you you do that by going online and filling out a little form. It's free of charge. You know, you don't have to pay anything to ask for the materials. And on the little form, there's just some open, there's an open box for any like questions or comments or special requests. And we have had over 50 responses from the 150 that have requested that just are so grateful and thankful for this program. And it's been a variety of community members and reasons why they're, you know, saying thank you. And that is kind of the coolest thing so far is seeing that written out public response. It's wonderful that you've gotten such a robust community response. Would you go into a little bit more detail on how you advertised the program and got it off the ground to get these 150 people already requesting lanyards? Yeah, so um, we have an amazing partnership, community partnership with Alpha Resource Center. They're a nonprofit here in town that's celebrating their 70th anniversary this year. And they support individuals and their families with a variety of disabilities um, in a variety of different programmatic ways. And we started a partnership with them over two years ago. um, And we started that by hosting um, a fundraiser for Alpha Resource Center that is a plane pole. So So they organize teams of people to come out onto our airfield and Alaska Airlines has sponsored it. And so Alaska Airlines has a giant airplane out there and teams literally play tug of war with this airplane and it raises money for Alpha Resource Center. And they're a fantastic organization in town. So we are so happy to be in partnership with them regardless, but it has been so fun working with them on the plane pole. And we have just wanted to do more and more and 
when we saw this hidden and learned about this hidden disabilities program, uh, they were right away my first thought in being a community partner with them. So we've been talking with them about partnering and getting the word out through their participants for over a year now. And so when we officially launched, we did kind of a soft launch at the plane pole in February. Um, and then um, so they their participants kind of heard about it first. And so we had a few trickle in from that. But then mostly it has just been social media, our social media channels. We have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and then on our website as well. So we have a news story up there. And then we have just a web page dedicated to it. And then the city of Santa Barbara has a e-newsletter for the community that you can sign up to receive. And that's all different information that the city and different departments have going on for the public. We've sent, you know, we've put some information there. And then um, also with the Chamber of Commerce as well. They've been very supportive um, of this program. Were there any challenges implementing this program? And do you have any advice for other airports or community spaces that would like to implement a sunflower program? Yeah, I think I, I we've been lucky because I have such a great um, support system internally, but also with other airports and hidden disabilities as well as an organization has given a lot of support. So because we're not the first in this, we're, you know, number 202 or something like that for airports, there's been a lot of learning and I, and everyone's been so supportive of the new airports coming on, on board. So I think, um, you know, some of the challenges though are, or some of the like hurdles we're trying to overcome is the training aspect. I had mentioned that we will eventually, and it has been introduced as a, a new onboarding required training or our annual training, um, but getting everyone trained up um, is really the first step and just having consistent communication with all of the different stakeholders and all of the different staff. So, um, you know, we have our own SBA administrative staff, but then we have all the airline staff and we have the parking staff and those are all different organizations actually. So it's having good relationships with those members. So I definitely, you know, having a plan before you roll it out in regard to training and being very proactive to work with the, the different groups to ensure that you're getting the information to those groups in the ways that they can receive it fast would be part of my advice. And, and then just talking about it for a while before you launch it internally. So people really understand what it is, and they can really support that message when they're out in the community and talking to those different stakeholders is really important. Lastly, is there anything that you would like to add or to tell the community? Yeah, I think I just would remind um, everybody that this is a free program for anyone to participate in. It's, you know, it's completely voluntary. There's nobody asks you what type of disability you have when you wear the sunflower. People just will come up to you and ask you if you need some help or if you need a little extra time, or they will just give you that little bit of extra time. So it is not an invasive program by any means. It is just a little bit more extra customer service when you come through the terminal. I would say also to just be a little patient with us as we do get it up and running. Um, like I said, we're not 100% um, you know, fully trained and on board, but we have so many great staff that are already trained. And then finally, if you'd like to participate, just hop on to flysba.com and find the, the webpage where the Sunflower Program lives. And there's a form that you fill out and we'll get you the lanyard and the, the different pieces to self-identify um, when you come and travel with SBA.
All right. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the attention to the program.